welcome back to the Calm Edit podcast. If you're new here, I'm Tanya and I created this show as a short and sweet reminder to press pause on daily stress and find gentle ways of coming back to calm. I said this right from episode one, but I think it's worth mentioning again that even though I talk from the experience of a busy woman, this safe space is for anyone and everyone. So take whatever you need from today's episode. It's a few days after Christmas and already social media feeds and inboxes are filling up with adverts for goal-setting courses and workshops, all in the name of helping us have our best, healthiest and most productive year ever. Well, I'm here to let you in on a little secret. Goals aren't for everyone or everything. Set well, a good goal will be specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, time-bound, exciting and relevant. Or smarter, if you want the acronym. And oh my goodness, does that make me want to put a pen in my eye? And it should you as well. Because who wants to live their life being motivated by what is quite frankly jargon from the business world? If you need to get a work report in on time, then smarter goals are definitely one way to go. But if you're looking to feel stronger in your body for years to come, or to find joy in eating fresher, healthier foods, or if you just want to carve out a bit of quiet time in your day, then setting goals could derail you before you've even begun. It's because goals are so focused on the end result, they don't really take into account the journey. Yes, you might set a goal that builds in motivators and rewards, like getting to have a treat day once you lose X amount of pounds, for example. But that very notion defeats the purpose of establishing the goal in the first place. Wouldn't it be kinder and more sustainable to forget about the numbers and make the decision to move more, eat nourishing food and enjoy treats without the guilt or punishment? That's exactly why I gravitate towards rituals when it comes to making any kind of long-lasting lifestyle change. I know, they sound so twee and for those with hours to burn. But as with all the best things in life, rituals have been around for a really long time and are actually simple at their core. Unlike goals, which are often future-focused and rigid, making them feel unreachable, rituals can be one of three things. Historic. These are the rituals that are passed down between generations. Things like recipes and holiday traditions. They can be intentional, where the focus is on a particular mindful action taken to reconnect with ourselves and the present. All rituals can be habitual, which means rising at the same time each morning, putting on makeup in a particular order, or wearing a piece of jewellery that brings you good luck. The real power of rituals is that they're accessible anywhere, anytime, can boost self-confidence, mentally prepare us for challenging situations, and bring us back into the moment when things feel overwhelming. And if, like me, you're not a natural list maker or goal setter, you've probably already established some personal rituals without even realising. Maybe it's that early morning cup of coffee before anyone else stirs. Perhaps it's writing down a few things you're grateful for each day, or it might be that early evening walk with the dog to clear your head. You probably didn't schedule these things into your list of life goals for the year, but you do them because they bring you back to you. Research suggests that ritualistic behaviours tap into our very natural desire for balance and grounding in an otherwise unpredictable life. 
And if this pandemic has shown us anything, it's that there's really little we can do to predict and control our external worlds. No amount of goal setting could have prepared you for the turmoil you've had to navigate. But setting rituals to keep you grounded and healthy as the world continues to fluctuate could help to protect your inner life and positively impact those around you. If you're not convinced about the effects of rituals on others, think about this. How many times have you started that January health kick and enthusiastically roped your partner or family into joining you? And how long did it last? A month? Maybe two? Maybe even three if you were really militant about it. But I'm willing to bet that eventually the status quo won out. Now think about something you've done quietly, regularly and consistently just for yourself. Just because you wanted to. Maybe a morning swim, daily reading or journaling, volunteering or switching to decaf halfway through the day. And now think about whether your loved ones tried it too and stuck with it. Not because they were forced to or because it promised any kind of reward, but just because they were curious or saw the impact on a happier, healthier you. The power of rituals can't be underestimated and it's why I urge you to consider adding a few into your day. To give you a few gentle pointers, here are four rituals that are a mix of habitual and intentional that can easily fit into any busy routine. Ritual number one is to unmake your bed. This sounds counterintuitive, I know, but it's really not, and I promise it has many benefits. Instead of getting out of bed and making it straight away, do what I do and fold down the duvet to the bottom of the bed. Then straighten out the sheets and fluff any pillows and cushions. Next, pop open the window and leave everything to air like that for at least an hour before either going back and making your bed or just leaving the covers neatly turned down. So why is this a good ritual, I hear you say? Well, I've found that it encourages some gentle movement after waking, provides a visually calm space in which to get ready for the day, and it stops the bed from harbouring overnight moisture, which can encourage dust mites. Yes, it's gross, but you're welcome for that bonus health tip. So let's move on to the second ritual, which is to do a morning cleanse and massage. I know, mornings are notoriously busy and a wash and go is usually all you have time for, if that. But if you can build in just a few minutes for this lovely touch ritual, you'll reap the benefits. Taking time to massage your face with a natural and nourishing cleanser or facial oil not only ticks the self-care box, but is also a gentle and grounding way to start your day. It's what I do each morning and I swear by it. There's something almost meditative and relaxing about tracing the lines and contours of your face with care and gentle pressure. It's probably the one moment in the day when you get to greet yourself in the mirror, bleary-eyed and with all of your imperfections laid bare. And in those precious moments, there's an opportunity to practice a little gratitude for being you in the amazing skin that you're in and to embrace the unfolding of another day. Moving on to the next ritual, which seems so simple and yet we rarely do it, it's to slow down your eating. The unhurried enjoyment of food is something we tend to reserve for holidays and special dinners, and that's a real shame because it should be the norm. 
Slow eating is so important for good digestion and cellular function, and for ensuring we feel satiated or full without overeating. Staying hydrated is also key to this, because sometimes we mistake thirst for hunger. And the setting in which we eat also plays its part in how quickly we consume food. Eating at a cluttered table, or worse yet, away from the dinner table while streaming or being on devices, for example, distracts us from one of life's simplest and most nourishing pleasures. If you create a mindful eating environment, then you'll be far more likely to approach your food that way too. The things that work for me are to lay the table, I like to keep it minimal and clutter-free of course, to have a napkin on hand, this encourages me to use it in between bites, which takes a little time, and to consciously breathe while eating. Again, this forces me to pause. But the biggest change I've made is that every few minutes or so, I physically put down my cutlery, sit up straighter, rest my hands in my lap, and I take that time to appreciate the food I'm eating, to be grateful for the fact that I'm in this moment with all of my senses, with someone I love who helped me to prepare it, and that I'm able to nourish myself with the foods that I choose when others can't. It's amazing how this process slows things down. Quite a few times I've finished my meal several minutes later than my partner, having eaten less, but feeling just the right amount of full. And mixing up flavours and textures does wonders too. You're far less likely to speed eat something you've not tried before or have every week. I'm telling you, this ritual is one to try, my friend. So the fourth and final ritual idea involves adding a splash of colour into your life. Green, to be exact. That's because green represents the fourth chakra in the body, the heart chakra, which is also called anahata, and it relates directly to love and self-love. If you're ever in need of an emotional clear-out, or an energetic release, or just a little boost, it can be really helpful to introduce a little green into your environment. This can be as simple as wearing a green accessory or item of clothing, or you could create your own green oasis at home with some well-chosen plants, accent cushions, or even a new coat of paint. And don't forget the power of scent and flavour that can be found in candles, essential oils and fresh herbs. Neroli, green tea, eucalyptus, pine, lime and basil are all wonderful for refreshing and purifying throughout the year. So that's my take on the whole goals versus rituals thing. I hope I've encouraged you to at least consider switching out the New Year list in favour of a more personal set of rituals that will see you through the changing seasons of your life. The show notes for today are available at thecarmedit.com slash pod slash nine. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do share it and rate it over on Spotify. I'll be back soon with another Calm Living episode. But until then, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe and above all, stay calm. Stay calm.